I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50, where each week I will look at a year in my life to find the geek influences, ending up in the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week, 1973! 1973 is a year of things I didn't take to. In the research, I was amazed at the classic things that made no impact on me. Pink Floyd released the album Dark Side of the Moon. Honestly, I've never listened to it until I was in my 40s. It was built with an expectation of one of the greatest albums ever made. Music that would change my life. I listened once. It wasn't terrible, it was just not my thing. 1973 was the year that Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather was nominated for 11 Oscars at the 45th Academy Awards, winning three of them for Best Actor, Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Picture. And you've guessed it, I've never seen it. I had a teacher at school who recommended it and even uh, what order to watch them in. I honestly don't remember how, but something to do with watching half a movie here and half a movie there. It was also the year that Gwen Stacy died. It may be hard to imagine now, but I spent a very long time reading Spider-Man without knowing who Gwen Stacy was. In fact, it wasn't until 1988 annual when Spider-Man met the alleged clone of Gwen that I even knew she existed. It was also the year that the UK joined what was then the EEC and the year the World Trade Centres opened, both of which are no longer for very different reasons. In the cinema though, I was too young to see it, but Westworld came. From the pen of Michael Crichton, who I would later on in life devour the books of. In fact, enjoy more than some of the films. I'm looking at you, Congo. I was young when I saw Westworld and was compelled by this theme park where you could be anyone and do anything without consequences. To be honest, that probably scares me more than the thought of Yule Brenner chasing me down through medieval England. 1973 was also the year Bruce Lee died. I was in my mid-teens when I went through that Bruce Lee stage. One of my best friends started karate lessons and became a huge fan, watching the movies, and he even bought nunchucks. I settled on watching the badly dubbed films when they were available and quickly grew out of that phase. 1973 was the dawn of the third age of space exploration. A year after the last moon landing, Skylab was launched. Instead of man boldly going where no man has gone before, man boldly went to stay in a 25 metre tube over 400 kilometres up. It was launched from the last of the Apollo Saturn V rockets. Its mission was about living in space. This would be the longest time people would spend in space, and not just those days Apollo spent going to and from the moon. The idea of a space station has always been there in my imagination. From Thunderbird 5, that one from 2001, Earth Space Dock in The Search for Spock, to Babylon 5. And I think Skylab looks like an early Babylon station. While the work on Skylab helped future space stations, it also fed my imagination about living in space and what that would be like and the whole imagination that a child would have around that. It was also the year that the Deep Space Probe Pioneer 10 brought us the first close-up images of Jupiter. 
other things that fed this small mind as he looked up in the skies at night. If you would like to contact me with your memories of 1973, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com, on Twitter at Marksmess Podcast without the T, and on Facebook at Marksmess Podcast. And thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the music. Next time, 1974!